I'm Andy Buchanan, CEO and founder of Future Consulting. This is my second video in the series of Selling Value. You may, remember, you may remember from my first video that we were looking at reasons why nine out of 10 companies left money on the table because they didn't sell value. And the fact that only 7% of execs could articulate the value that their product brought to their customers. And we ended with the stat that said, you're four times more likely to win a deal if you sell value, therefore four times less likely to win the deal if you don't. Today's stat focuses on the fact that 79% of buyers said that they want to deal with salespeople that add value to their business. So here's three tips that I think are important to help you sell value successfully. Firstly, you have to make sure that the value you think is important is the same value that the company you're selling to thinks is important. So is your value aligned with your customer, in particular with that geography and with that actual client themselves? Let me give you an example. I'm dealing with a very innovative media software vendor that sells into the media and publishing industry. And one of the challenges they address is that during COVID in particular, media and publishing companies saw their subscriptions fall and their ad revenues fall as well. So clearly anything you can do to help them is going to be perceived as really good value. And that one of those reasons is because of people like Facebook and Google moving into their marketplace. But word of caution, not every company in the media publishing industry and definitely not every region is seeing the same thing. So there are regions where actually subscriptions and ad sales went up. And actually, they've seen less of an impact of the whole Googles and Facebooks, and they face other issues. Therefore, you have to make sure that the value you think you're bringing, validate that with the company. Secondly, value isn't just company specific or industry specific, it can also be people and function specific. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'm dealing with another company. Uh, HR software company that sells employee engagement software that's very innovative. It's got a lot of artificial intelligence in it. Uh, so it's, it's very clever and people who see it really love it. Generally, though, they're selling to HR managers and the HR manager is really busy at the moment, as you can imagine, with um, great resignation. There's got a lot of levers, a lot of joiners, obviously hybrid working. So they're inundated with work. So anything you can do that's going to free them up for a few hours a day, again, will be seen as real value, will be perceived as value by that manager. And this software does. It gives you insights onto how employees are feeling. And that will save them a number of hours a day. Problem is, it's rarely the HR manager that has the final sign-off. It has to go up to an HR director. And of course, an HR director, whilst they will be um, interested and pleased that something is going to help their staff and, and give their staff more hours in the day, it may not move their needle enough to get them to sign off a 50, 60, 70,000 pound deal, whatever it may be. So therefore, whilst it's part of the value to them, there has to be additional value. And the additional value to them is if those insights enable them to proactively deal with issues that stop people leaving or attract fresh talent, that will be seen as real value because as you're probably aware, somebody leaving your organization costs you a minimum of 34% of their yearly salary for them to leave and you to rehire. So suddenly, reducing attrition, increasing retention, um, attracting new talent will be enough 
for the HR director to say, hey, yeah, this is worth having. And of course, the benefit is the manager gets their value as well. It's not that they're not unconnected, but they are different. And so we'll look at next week in our video of how value affects pipeline, because, of course, if you're only dealing with the manager, then often that's where the, the deal sits and it doesn't move because we haven't persuaded the director that it's a good idea in the way we've been able to persuade the manager that it's a good idea to buy your goods or services. Third point, value never starts with a technical phrase or a technical presentation. Value always starts with value. Seems obvious, doesn't it? But so often we fall into talking about the tech and leaving the customer to join the dots, as I said last time. So value is always value. Here's the value the customer will get by changing how they do things by using your blue, yellow, red widget, by using your technology. The technology isn't the value in itself. So don't start with your technology, start with the value. Yeah, sure, your technology is going to come into the discussion, but start with the value. So there's those three points. Make sure that your value aligns not just with the company, and the geography, but it also aligns with the person and the function and that it's value led, not technical led. So I hope you've enjoyed this video. As I say, next week, we'll be looking at how value affects pipeline. And as ever, thanks for watching. And if you want to get in touch, please do so via LinkedIn or via my website, futureconsulting.io. Again, thanks for watching.